0: Authentication and authorization are two critical concepts in the field of information security. Authentication refers to the process of verifying the identity of a user or system, while authorization refers to the process of granting or denying access to a particular resource or system. In this paper, we will explore the details of authentication and authorization, including techniques used to implement these concepts and practical examples of how they are used in real-world scenarios. Authentication techniques authentication is the process of verifying the identity of a user or system there are various techniques used to implement authentication some of which are discussed below 1. password-based authentication password-based authentication is the most widely used authentication technique users are required to enter a unique combination of characters such as a password passphrase or pin to access a system or resource password-based authentication is relatively easy to implement and manage but it can be vulnerable to various attacks such as brute force attacks, dictionary attacks, and phishing. To enhance the security of password-based authentication, it is essential to enforce password policies such as strong password requirements, password rotation, and account lockout policies. In addition, it is recommended to use a secure password storage mechanism such as hashing and salting. 2. Biometric Authentication Biometric authentication uses unique physical characteristics of a person, such as fingerprints, iris scans, facial recognition, and voice recognition, to authenticate users. Biometric authentication is considered more secure than password-based authentication since it is difficult to duplicate or forge biometric data. However, biometric authentication can be susceptible to attacks such as spoofing and replay attacks. To enhance the security of biometric authentication, it is essential to use multi-factor authentication, such as combining biometric data with a password or token-based authentication. In addition, it is recommended to use advanced biometric technologies, such as behavioral biometrics and liveness detection, to detect and prevent attacks. 3. Multi-Factor Authentication, MFA MFA requires users to provide multiple forms of authentication, such as a password, a fingerprint, or a token, to access a system or resource. MFA is considered more secure than single-factor authentication since it is difficult for an attacker to compromise multiple factors of authentication. MFA is commonly used in high-security environments, such as banking, government, and military organizations. To enhance the security of MFA, it is essential to use strong authentication factors, such as biometric data or cryptographic tokens. In addition, it is recommended to use an adaptive authentication mechanism that can dynamically adjust the authentication factors based on the risk level of the access request. 4. Certificate-Based Authentication Certificate-based authentication uses digital certificates to verify the identity of users or systems. A digital certificate is an electronic document that verifies the authenticity of a user or system. Certificate-based authentication is commonly used in public key infrastructure (PKI) systems, such as secure web browsing, email encryption, and digital signatures. To enhance the security of certificate-based authentication, it is essential to use a trusted certificate authority CA, issue and manage the digital certificates. In addition, it is recommended to use certificate revocation mechanisms, such as certificate revocation lists, CRLs, or Online Certificate Status Protocol, OCSP, to revoke and validate the validity of the certificates. Authorization techniques. Authorization is the process of determining whether a user or system has the right to access a particular resource or perform a specific action. There are various authorization techniques used to implement authorization, some of which are discussed below. 1. Role-Based Access Control, RBAC RBAC is a widely used authorization technique that assigns roles to users based on their job functions or responsibilities. Each role is associated with a set of permissions or access rights that define the actions that the user can perform. RBAC is scalable, easy to manage, and provides a granular level of control over access to resources. To enhance the security of RBAC, it is essential to define clear role definitions and access policies. In addition, it is recommended to use a least privilege principle, where users are granted only the necessary permissions to perform their job functions. 2. Attribute-Based Access Control, ABAC ABAC is an authorization technique that evaluates access decisions based on the attributes of the user, resource, and environment. ABIC uses a set of rules or policies that define the conditions under which a user is granted access to a resource. ABIC provides a flexible and dynamic approach to authorization, where access decisions can be based on multiple factors. To enhance the security of ABIC, it is essential to define clear attribute definitions and access policies. In addition, it is recommended to use a risk-based approach, where access decisions are based on the risk level of the access request. 3. Mandatory Access Control, MAC. MAC is an authorization technique that uses labels or tags to enforce a strict hierarchical access control policy. MAC is commonly used in government and military organizations, where access to classified information is restricted based on security clearances. MAC provides a high level of security but can be difficult to manage and enforce. To enhance the security of MAC, it is essential to define clear labeling and clearance policies. In addition, It is recommended to use a strong security policy that can prevent unauthorized access and prevent data leakage. 4. Discretionary Access Control, DAC. DAC is an authorization technique that allows users to control access to resources that they own. DAC provides a flexible and decentralized approach to authorization, where users can grant or revoke access rights to their resources. DAC is commonly used in file systems and email systems, where users need to control access to their files and messages. To enhance the security of DAC, it is essential to define clear ownership policies and access control policies. In addition, it is recommended to use encryption and other security measures to protect sensitive data from unauthorized access. Practical Examples Here are some practical examples of how authentication and authorization techniques are used in different systems and applications. One. Web applications. Web applications often use a combination of authentication and authorization techniques to control access to sensitive data and resources. For example, a web application may use username and password authentication to authenticate users, and role-based access control to determine the level of access each user has to different parts of the application. 2. Cloud services. Cloud services often use access keys and tokens to authenticate and authorize access to resources such as virtual machines, storage, and databases. Access keys and tokens are generated by the cloud service provider and are used to control access to resources based on user roles and permissions. 3. Mobile applications. Mobile applications often use biometric authentication techniques such as fingerprint recognition or face recognition to authenticate users. Authorization in mobile applications is often based on user roles and permissions, with each user assigned a specific role that defines the level of access they have to the application's resources. 4. Internet of Things, IoT, Devices IoT devices often use a combination of authentication and authorization techniques to control access to device resources and data. For example, a smart home device may use password authentication to authenticate users, and Attribute-Based Access Control, ABAC, to determine which users have access to different device features. 5. Operating systems. Operating systems often use Discretionary Access Control DAC, or Mandatory Access Control MAC, to control access to system resources and files. For example, a user account on a Linux operating system may have a specific set of permissions that define which files and directories the user can access. In conclusion, Authentication and authorization are critical components of information security that protect sensitive information and resources from unauthorized access. By implementing the appropriate techniques for authentication and authorization, organizations can ensure that only authorized users have access to their systems and resources. The practical examples mentioned in this paper show how these techniques are used in real-world scenarios to protect sensitive information and maintain a high level of security.